In Second Peter chapter 3, Peter talks about the end of the world and the coming of Jesus. And in verse 14, he says, Be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. The only way, I think the only way we can be at peace is to be sure to pray about everything that troubles us. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6-7, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You pray. I pray. Each of us pray anytime anything concerns us. I don't know what is concerning you today, but you should be praying about it. Let your requests be made known to whom? To God. Not to some preacher. Not to your friend. Not even to your mate. But to God. You pray. Turning to God. In everything. By prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus the Word. So what is it today that troubles you? Do you have anything at all today that is troubling you? If you do, you might like to pause this recording and start praying do what it says in this verse of scripture by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God what do you want God to do for you in this situation I have a strong example of praying over something that happened to me on November 30th. I don't think it's unreasonable for any of us, if we're going to have to go to a dentist, to understand praying. Of all the things we do, that would be something we should not forget, praying before you go to the dentist. I had a dental appointment, which I had known about for some time. Actually, the first time that I ever went to this dentist, they took pictures of my teeth and told me about this problem. There was a decay under one of the crowns. And the dentist at that time said, I can't tell what I can do with this until I take that crown off. She said, I might have to do a root canal, or I might be able to save the tooth by another means. 
I've had a root canal before, and it was not very successful. In the days when I had it, it was quite painful. I know they've improved dentistry so much that now it's very unusual to feel any pain at all, even when they give you the shot to deaden the tooth they're going to work on. But which of us really enjoys going to a dentist? <laughs> I mean, this, I've had some bad experiences at dentists because I was born in 1937. We didn't go to dentist in 1937 unless they were going to pull a tooth or something. We didn't have the maintenance we have today where we go and have our teeth cleaned. It was totally different. So I've had some bad experiences at dentists. Hopefully you have not. But there's no reason today to have those bad experiences. They have come so far along. But still, I would pray. <laughs> So I began praying about this as soon as I learned of this problem. They made the appointment, and every once in a while I would read Philippians chapter 4 on be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And I would think, now, is there anything that I'm concerned about in the future? And I would remember that dentist appointment. It was the only thing that I was concerned about. So I would pray again, God, please help me. And I would pray various things. Well, I forgot sort of about the dental appointment. And about the week before the appointment, I began praying for God to help me to get my body ready physically to go to the appointment. I'm 83 it's extremely difficult for me to wash my hair. It's um, even difficult to shower. It takes so much energy. So I began praying, please God, help me to get my body ready to go to this appointment. Because of coronavirus, Pam and I had not gone to have our hair cut for about three months, and my hair was very out of control. So I prayed to God, if possible, please help me to be motivated strongly enough to get my hair trimmed before this appointment with the dentist. I would just feel better about it. Help me to get my shower. On the Saturday before the appointment on Monday, just all of a sudden, around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I thought, I really would like to get my hair cut today. So I said to Pam, do you think we could get my hair cut today? She got on the internet and found we could, and that in 30 minutes I could get in to get my hair cut. So I prayed that I thought Pam was going to get hers cut too. She usually gets hers cut at the same time I do. And I prayed that we, neither one of us get coronavirus because we just, I never get out of the house except to ride in the car to the dog park. I'm not around people. Pam has to go occasionally around people. But I prayed that neither one of us in the shop would get coronavirus. So I got my hair trimmed, and that was very nice. And on the Monday morning, that was on Saturday, and on the Monday morning, I was so happy to already have my hair under control, to be able to go to the dentist appointment. 
I very easily managed to do my shower and dress myself. So all those prayers were answered. There were other things I prayed before going to the dentist. There was the question of the root canal, because she had said, I don't know about this tooth. We may have to do a root canal. So my prayer was that she not do any more to me than had to be done. And I prayed that, it, that I not be hurt in any way. That it, I prayed it would be painless. I prayed uh, that I wouldn't fear the appointment. The morning of the appointment, I was fine. I knew I was going to the appointment, so I knew I had to get ready. I went to the appointment at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. There was no real problem. I wasn't afraid. Just as I had prayed, then I not be afraid, there wasn't any fear there. Even though they were doing procedures that I never had done before. Even when she gave me the shot of Novocaine, which they move all the way around the side of your jaw, it's usually very painful. And I barely was aware she was doing it. They rubbed something on my jaw to deaden it and I couldn't even feel it. She worked on me for two hours. It took two hours in the dental chair with steady work. I handled it real well. I knew it was taking a long time, and toward the end I was hoping that she would finish soon. She got into the tooth. She said, well, we've got the crown off. She said, I'm going to just remove the decay, and let's get a new crown on that tooth, and let's just see if it will work that way. She said, if it won't work that way and there's any pain in the future, I might have to do a root canal. But she said, let's try this first. Well, I knew my prayer had been answered that she not do any more to me than was absolutely necessary. And at 83, probably in my lifetime, this tooth will last. She probably took that into consideration because when she came into the room, I told her, I said, now, I'm 83 now. And she said, oh, you don't look like you're 83. And I said, well, I was born in 1937. I'm 83. And she probably let that factor in. I think it would be a different decision if you were dealing with someone 21 versus dealing with someone 83 Everybody knows the normal life expectancy of the human. I don't need these teeth for too many more years. So everything went very well, even though I was in the dental chair for two hours. Because when I got out, I asked Pam immediately, what time is it? And she said it was three. And I said, oh, so I was in there an hour. And she said, you were in there two hours because I came in at one. Everything that troubled me or that I could think of, I prayed. I made a request to God before I went to that appointment. I even prayed that if for any reason I should not go to the appointment, that God would manifest the reason and stop me from going. 
there was no manifestation of any reason to not go. But I frequently pray that over appointments, that if there's some reason I shouldn't do this, please stop me. I know God is able to stop us. He has stopped me before from doing certain things. Everything went very well. I felt no pain at all during the procedure. My mouth, of course, was numb for the next couple of hours after I came out of the appointment. But I felt no pain of any kind or discomfort of any kind at any time, even after the appointment, even in the night, no pain at all. In the morning, no pain. Every bit of the prayer, of every request that I made to God, was answered. Now stop and look once again at Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. For we should be doing this any time there's any concern about anything. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, the Word of God. Each of us must learn to pray directly to God ourselves. Because we are the ones who know if there's anything that troubles us that day. Or anything in the future that we're troubled about. Let your request be made known unto God. Pray in faith. If you can't pray in faith to God, find scriptures which tell you God answers your prayer. If any of you lack wisdom, James 1, 5, let him ask of God who giveth to all liberally and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. Take a scripture like that. Keep it in front of you until your faith in God builds to the point that you are able to pray. I'm just sure that the only way we're going to be ready for the return of Jesus is by doing this daily, keeping ourselves in a state of peace without spot and blameless. You can read that scripture also, 2 Peter chapter 3, start at verse 10 and read through verse 14. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.